Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, my pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-affected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name's Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who cooks the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, Like a Dragon-Blooded, Act 2, Sins of the Family. The automatons stop as the door to the plaza opens or to the plaza tower opens and more or less put the brooms onto their shoulders, almost like like people holding rifles with like a salute and like standing at attention as this old crone of a woman with like long silver hair and like a bent back uh, comes out with a cane. Uh, that is tapping along, and she looks uh, up to you all as she's a little shorter due to her advanced age, and sees you all and goes, Hello, dearies. My helpers have informed me that you're looking for someone here. Is there any way that I can assist you? Elian's going to do, like, a proper bell um and come up and look to the woman and real say, quick yes uh real quick to raleigh can you give me an intelligence and a cult role i can't while that she's doing that please continue christina no worries i have assumptions on who this is probably is but who knows um so that's gonna do a, a bell and come up yes we my name is Renelle Elion. I we came here originally to look for who left these marks. And Elion ports points down. Um, we were interested to see if someone inside that we know, uh, Gregory Carsa, had seen anything and could provide us with some information. Uh, would you be able to provide us with any as well? Uh, Michaela, is that five successes that, that I see? That is. Okay. Uh, your knowledge and training uh, in the realm and under anyone else uh, who knows about local gods and everything, you see this woman and you have seen pictures of her before. She is known as the city god of Chiroscuro named Grandmother Bright. You are all now in the presence of a god. That's what I figured. 
You also know, uh, Tarali, with five successes, that while that you don't know what that her job was originally, you know legends say that Grandmother Bright wasn't always the city god of Chiroscuro. Would I know about when she became the city god? Um, boy. No date that can be defined, which is to say it was before the Shogunate and before the Scarlet Empress rose to power. Uh, So, which is to say a very long time ago. The other thing that you know about her from uh, your readings is, is that she is extremely powerful She does not give a shit about the Immaculate Order. Which uh, basically makes her kind of heretical uh, in the realm's eyes, but the realm has never been able to do anything about her because she's just kind of that big of a deal. And crossing her is considered a very, very poor decision. Uh, I would not make any hasty motions um or any rude behaviors but i would definitely make sure that i let uh ferris and elia know about what i know um probably after she's done with her bow and everything uh grandmother bright bows back to elian oh how nice of you to Observe such courtesies. Some people don't like observing my laws in this little neighborhood. And she raises a cane and points with the end of the cane that you all can very clearly see has some kind of magical material on the end of it that in the in the light of the day is kind of giving off like this rainbow sheen. And as it, she points at every single one of them, uh, they all kind of have this instinctual recoil from her. That if she was only pointing at one person, it would be hard to notice. But since she's pointing at 50 plus people, it's very easy to see when that, there's like this wave of like recoiling going through that many people. But yes. Yes, dearie. People who break laws in this area do have to be punished, though. And she points to everyone who then begins to recoil. Well, I do not believe I know all of the laws of this area. Do my best to follow what seems like politeness and oh, it's, very, it's very common laws very common courtesy you could say don't fight with others don't go into a place that you're not invited to and clean up after yourself for heaven's sake but yes you're here because you're looking for that Lovely Gagari fellow, aren't you? We're hoping they can provide us with some information regarding the pillars of light that were over here and these marks on the ground. 
Oh, yes, that terrible business just had to happen. That's why I have my entire cleaning crew out here. A poor... schmuck. Poor fellow. Well, he was caught trying to steal from someone. Then, well, the sun went out for a little bit. Haven't seen that in ages. Not since I was young. He's there, resting inside in my office currently. Would we be allowed to come inside to speak to him? I'm not sure if you'll be able to speak to him. He's very tuckered out. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, you're all exalted, right? You're all dragon-blooded. I can see it in you. Yes, yes we are. I don't know if you all remembered the first time that you exalted. But it was it's a very tiring ordeal. Your essence goes everywhere, out of control, absolute batshit insanity. I love I love her already. Uh and for the record for all of you guys, whenever that you all exalted, it was out of control. It was like like, for the record, it's very likely that when that Ricky, the fire aspect, had exalt exalted, he might have murdered a few people by accident. That's pretty common with fire aspects. I feel like being in a family that has other exalts in it and being the youngest, they probably were more prepared for me. Uh, the realm expects every single one of its people to exalt. Uh, that still doesn't stop unfortunate accidents. Fair. Right, well. He's still, uh, they're still a little tuckered out. I can tell them that he, they had some friends come by. When they're more awake. I would appreciate that. I don't know if I know them, honestly, because I'm not sure who it is. To say that, uh, I can't speak for my companions, but I'm a little worried about who else saw them and their pillar of energy um, coming after them. Oh, don't worry. I'm not too worried about it if they go here. They're, hmm, they're safe here. All right. Uh, if you will let them know that Renault Elion was by and looking for them uh and elion just kind of gives directions to where their dojo their family dojo is in you know chiaroscuro um they can find me there more than likely make sure i'll make sure that they know it, it was nice to meet you all elion gives Did another you... oh sorry go ahead go ahead i was gonna say elion gives a Another bow. It was a pleasure to meet you as well. Do you all have any other questions for Grandmother Bright before that she goes back into her office? Don't. I don't have anything. I can't think of anything. I mean, she does have one of your missing goons here, Michaela. 
Uh, fair. Um, I, I guess before we leave, um, I'm being mindful to be extremely kind and not fighty at all. Um, I would ask her if she knows anything about Tamari, and I could probably gesture in the direction. Um, and if there's any way Tamari could be released. Or why she would be here. Oh, yes, that one. She picked a fight with one of the food vendors. We were trying to have a noodle company start up here, and then she said that the noodles sucked. The food vendor took very... did, did not enjoy that, and, uh... Called her a name that I'm not going to repeat in public because it's rude. And, uh, well, she literally leaped over the, over the counter and dropkicked the man into a bowl of noodles. Okay, so him calling her a name kind of sounds like he instigated uh, a conflict um, and was attempting to initiate a fight. Oh, I know. That's why he's over there. Do you have a... Are you a friend of hers? Something like that, where we're family of sorts. And, you know, she just takes food quality, uh, as we all should, very seriously. Utmost importance. Hmm... I see. I'm sure you wouldn't want to partake in subpar noodles, especially if you're paying for them, you know? No, that's totally fair. Tell you what. I'll be I'd be willing to release her and the noodle maker in exchange for a little bit of favor trading. Is this acceptable? Could could the favor be smaller in nature if I'm willing to leave the noodle maker behind? Listen, dearie, I never ask for anything that you can't possibly accomplish. And trust me, I can, despite my advanced age, I can still see that you can punch very well. I'm not going to ask you to go and murder a man or... Do some sort of great quest that would bring great honor to your family. The most I usually ask someone to do is to show up on a certain day in a certain place and maybe, I don't know, put a, like, put a paper boat down the river or something. I don't ask for big things for something this small. I'm just taking a couple of years off of their sentence of cleaning. And to me, taking a few years off is, well, it's basically just grains of rice, you know? Yeah, I, I suppose I would be amenable to those terms. Excellent. I've been waiting for someone to come by and ask for the noodler to uh, open back up his noodle shop, but no one seems to want it, so excellent. And she, like, points the, the cane at... Uh, Tamari and the noodle shop owner 
as kind of like the light hits the bottom part of the cane and some like rainbow looking like spectrum stuff uh, kind of shoots out at both of them. And they go from being gold plated automatons to the people that they were before. I love this old lady. <laughs> she could have been your landlord, but you all didn't want to mess with her. I, I don't think we would last not being automatons very long. I give Ricky and Divine two minutes. <laughs> I think some of this group would be okay. I don't think everyone of this group would be okay. All right, then. It's done. Don't worry. I'll come and collect my payment when it's necessary. Don't worry. It's not going to be a big thing. I'm not going to go and ask you to break out of a realm jail or go and... Mm, I don't know. Kill someone? That's boring. Only the new gods think of these kinds of things. They need to think long term. Anyway, enjoy your time. I'll let our friend know when that uh, when that they awaken uh, of that that you've been by to see them, and hopefully they'll know who that you are. And and if not, then I'll just come by and let you all know that you know they had no idea who that you were. You all seem like pretty pretty chill folk. Anyway, I'm going to go and catch up on my stories. Ta! Thank you for the assistance. And she, uh, wanders back into, uh, the tower, and you can hear her muttering, I sure do hope that two more people break the rules. It's very weird only having 98 helpers instead of 100. My god. That's this lady. <laughs> ah, now we have two tyrants for the day. Okay. Two tyrants and a noodle boy who owes me some favors. You all leave the uh, the plaza district, which uh, as you all uh, probably didn't notice immediately when you came in. You did notice. Um, going out that there is a clear line on the cobblestone in gold that shows the edges of the plaza district. Uh, basically, once that you're over that line, Grandmother Bright's r- laws don't apply to you. And hey. it's pretty obvious with how dirty that the road is comparatively to literally like a foot back. It has years of caked on dirt and foot traffic. Not that it doesn't have its own rustic charm the way that a trodden down path in the woods has. But after coming from someplace that's so immaculate, it definitely feels a little bit dirty to step into here. So, where to next? Uh, is Torelli gonna explain to Tamari, hey, Shh. About Ferris? Uh, I don't think that Tamari knows who that Ferris is or that Ferris is in disguise because Tamari would need to uh, make a roll to get past Ferris's disguise check. And there is no reason to uh, pay attention to the small girl 
that's not looking like a small girl in look shy and glue. She, she didn't even make that role. I didn't know if we were updating her or not on what was going on. Mm, nope. But I just realized, you know, we are out roaming about in on our own where it could be kind of dangerous. So I would just advise Tamari that um, I have a trainee here with us. Whose name is Zeke. Uh, we have a trainee whose name is Zeke. Um, and we are out doing some investigation and I need her to go advise uh, at least a small group of tyrants to be at the ready in case we need them, but not all up on us, just, you know, within earshot. And so I'm just going to send Tamari on her way. She gives uh, whatever the uh, tyrant equivalent of a salute is to you. Um, and goes along her way. Uh, she she knew the city pretty well, but does not, and like remembers it. Um, the only thing that she leaves you with as it, you give her those orders is, yes, ma'am, uh, I apologize for my absence, uh, by the way. I did not know the rules of that neighborhood. I will do better uh, going forward. As I hope you would, uh, you know, your actions reflect on me, um, but all is forgiven for now and let the tyrants know they can have free noodles anytime they want now. She gives you a nod and uh, runs on off. What are we doing about him or is the noodle guy, noodle man staying there? The noodle man's staying there. Okay, never mind. Then. That's where he wanted his noodle shop to be. Ellen's going to move in close to the two of them to talk and talk in kind of a low voice. Uh, so we know Idris is the other one. There are a couple different places he may be. Um, please do not try to physically confront him. We're going to try and talk him down. He may be passed out like the other person is. But I want to try and talk to him and figure something out. I don't think it's safe to keep him in the city, but I'm not really sure how we can get him out right now. Ferris is just kind of You guys do know the last scene, uh, the last place that he was spotted at. Ricky did tell you, uh, he didn't give you so many words in character, like the exact address where that he was. But he did give you the information, so let's just say that you know exactly where that uh, this occurred. Seems like a good enough starting point for uh, for the investigation, don't you think? Yeah. Yes. You guys make your way there. If everybody could give me a perception and awareness roll. If this has something to do with being followed, I do have a specialty in knowing if I am being followed. Hmm. I have a specialty for battlefield awareness or like awareness in general. Can I add anything for that? So I think that the battlefield awareness specialty is specifically to give you a specialty for joint battle. Okay, fair enough. Um... Unless, of course, the things go really tits up, um, you, I would say no. 
if if they do for some reason, I will let you roll that extra die. Thanks. Um, and yes, Brit, to let you know, um, you do get that specialty. Well, I, I was actually going to say something about like keeping our eyes peeled for people following us because. Yeah. Because it makes sense after all the encounters you guys have dealt with and the fact that Ferris is currently disguised. Yes. And we're going to literally a place where there's a we're going to go investigate a solar place that is a close contact of my character. And we're going to have to go back uh, kind of near where we were. Um, is it per- it's perception and awareness? Yep. Um, visual. Yes. Unless, of course, you want to give me something for scent. That would also work. Uh, I mean, I have, like, quote-unquote stuff that's supposed to be, like, scent-oriented, but it's not, like, actually scent-oriented. I don't fucking see shit. Wow, you don't see shit. Holy shit, Britt, that's a botch. I don't see shit. Oh, you see some shit. You I'm don't blind. see your no, blind. no. That's a botch. We'll get to you in a moment. <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, you said awareness, right? Yes, awareness. I'm do- doing a horrible job as a tyrant. I mean, at least you're not fighting noodle shop men. <laughs> Fair. I am going to blow. Um, two moats um, to get an automatic success because I have the excellency. Okay. Oh, I should have used my excellency. I don't think that would have helped, but, you know. But the three ones. Okay. So, four. Two fours and a botch. Oh, yeah. I'm doing shit. It ain't the right shit, but I'm doing it. Tarali and Elian. The both of you see as that you guys are moving from the Plaza District towards where that you know that Ricky told you that he observed basically a crime being basically a murder being committed. It's not sugarcoated here. You all see that there are an unusually high number of Armed people, not of the Delzin Guard, within this area of the city. There are a few of them that have... Uh, Elian, you see a few people that have what look like, um, well, just to put it bluntly, uh, weapons made of jade. Which is uh, notably a fairly rare thing. As much as, you know, exalts like carrying around their uh, their artifact weapons and everything to the average person. An artifact weapon is fucking rare. And you've counted about three by this point. For Tarali. You notice that there are a few people walking around who appear to be. Immaculate monks, shaved heads, 
flowing robes. And some of the more interesting things about some of these immaculate monks that you're seeing is they have prayer strips lining their clothes. Little strips of paper that have uh, high or old realm uh, carved into them uh, that are usually like burned like as like uh, or like put on placed on the things as like good luck charms or like curse repellent or like I don't know things that repel anathema so a lot of those uh, rolling around this area Ferris on the other hand Ferris you see someone out of the corner of your eye who no, wait. I have a good one. Gods, I wish that you all got limit. Oh, oh no. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Ferris, you walk by, and you guys are going past one of the broken down skyscrapers. Uh, much like your own, uh, the, gla- the cheer-skewering glass reflects back the scene of... The the scene of crowds milling about uh, the major uh, thoroughways. And the crowds are kind of passing and passing and passing. And you're kind of, you look, you're kind of lost in the reflection from the glass. And then a familiar face catches the corner of your eye. And you turn, and for the briefest moment, you swear that you saw your brother. But as you kind of turn your head to the other side, your gaze goes over the glass that's like reflecting everything back, and he's not there. And, like, you turn to look to the other side where the, he would be, and he's not there. But you swear, for just a moment, just a brief second, that you saw Resh Bilar alive and walking around. Uh, with that, I guess, because uh, you said I saw him in the reflection? No, you did not see him in the reflection. Oh. Okay. Like you um, saw him at like you you were looking at the reflection and then you thought that you saw him out of the corner of your eye. And then you kind of like he wasn't there when you turned. So you like looked back like across the uh basically like there's like a ref- there's like a bunch of reflecting glass like in front of you. Gotcha. And he's not anywhere in that reflection. And when you turn your head to the other side where he should be walking, he's not there. Gotcha. If, uh, if Ferris saw someone or saw, thought she saw her brother, she would walk that direction, like, to go see if she could actually find him or, like, trace of him. Okay. Um, there are two ways that this scene can go. Either... Ferris is going to wander off scene for the investigation scene. And I'll get her something extra. Or 
you guys, you guys, I mean, you guys are aware enough that you guys could stop her if you wanted. Or follow her and see what's going on. However, you all want this all to play out. But I feel like the Ferris is naturally kind of wandering towards where she thinks she saw a ghost. I assume with four successes each for Tirali and Elion, they both notice uh, her walking off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, ba- basically, you guys have the choice of how that you all want to interact with this. It's either going to be you guys stop her from wandering off and or, or try. I'm sorry, try to stop her from wandering off. You follow her or you let her go off on her own and you guys go to the crime scene. I'll be honest, out of character, I'm kind of intrigued and my brain space has already come up with a couple different things this could be, whether it's anything or not. Um, I think noticing Ferris kind of wandering off, Elion would turn a little bit and grab like her like her sleeve as she's wandering away and just give a slight tug. Uh, if Ferris turns around, she goes to open her mouth as if she was going to say Ferris. Like you could see it forming on her lips and she pauses. Or sorry, they pause and just look at Ferris. Where are you going? Feeling the tug, Ferris would uh, look back at Elion and then like look back towards the crowd in the direction she could have sworn she saw Bilar. Turn back. I thought I saw my brother. Really? Considering the studies I did, I'd be a little worried about whether that was him or not, or not somebody else in a guise as him. For Tarali, who I know has a uh, higher occult than the other two here tonight, Chiroscuro is also a place of ghosts. Uh, Shadowlands are common in the alleys here. People who died don't just, don't always stay dead. Well, they stay dead. But they don't stay quiet. What is Tarali's occult, by the way? That's a good question. I know it's higher than mine, because I only have a two. Higher than mine, because I don't have any. Uh, it's a three, and then I have an occult specialty in anathema stuff. Nice. Does it say specialty anathema stuff? It says anathema warning signs, I believe. Yeah, if you want to be specific, but I, I feel like I'm not enough Ferris says that she saw her brother. You have a good idea of how many, which alleys that uh, he could have gotten to now that you're looking over the crowd and don't see him. Maybe flip of a coin, you might go down the right alley and find him. At least that's what your brain tells you, Ferris. What do you uh, want to do? Unless Elion, you know, actively, like, still grabs hold of her sleeve or whatever and, like, makes a point to say, you know, don't go, don't follow it, stay here, stuff like that. Ferris will keep kind of just gravitating towards the first alley that she would think he gone to, went down. 
looking for them. But she won't actively, like, fight them if they won't let her go. Just grab Ferris, throw her over the shoulder, and just be like, we're going! No, not really. Hey, Tarali. Um, our friend says that she saw something down. I mean, it's not impossible. Um, however, if it's not still there, it is kind of dangerous for us to be wandering around needlessly. So I'm open to whatever, just use caution. I'm going to lay this up to you. We have a place we do need to be, and we may be on a bit of a time limit to help that person. Do you think this is important? One sec. I need to see how this intimacy is written. That's always fun. (laughs) Uh, Considering the intimacy is a defining intimacy that says family is important. uh, Ferris would say that's very important. So she would just look at you and just kind of so, not, yes. <laughs> would you like to know also the, uh, so I assume that when you say family is important, you also mean that in the crime family sense, right? Um, I would say yes, but it would be stronger for like the blood. Family. Blood rail. Yeah, of course. But definitely uh, like the crime so, family. would. Help. So just to be very clear on this. Idris is basically a underling of Elian is the way that I understood how that that was going to work out. Uh, basically, Elian gave him a job, which means that Idris is also a part of the family. Oh. Idris could almost equate to like, if Elian had siblings, that would be kind of like a little adopted brother almost. Forgot that that would make him family. So how do you think that that feels for Ferris to know that she is torn currently between her own actual brother and what is essentially the adopted little brother of, well, let's call it, let's call it what it is. I mean, you guys have been on a date, which is more than uh, some of the other people in this game. Elion's leaving that totally up to Ferris to define it. (laughs) I want to say, looking at my stats for like intelligence and wits and stuff like that, I think Ferris would be a relatively logical thinker and not a follow her heart all the time kind of person. And while she's quick to uh, quick to fight when needing when needed to or threatened. I don't think she would be quick to uh, jump into danger for something that might not have actually been there and might have been her eyes playing a trick on her. And she would definitely want to help Idris, but she would definitely be a little up, like brownie faced about it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I hate to make this comparison, but it's like when you lose a pet. Yeah. And. You know, that pet was always like in your shadow or something. Maybe, you know, it's all it in game. It's only been a day, maybe two 
since uh I know that it feels longer since uh since we only play every other week, but uh it has only been maybe forty eight hours at most since uh Bilar was killed. It's not that weird to think that Ferris might be seeing him in places that he isn't. I think Ferris would uh heed the warnings of Eleon and Tarali, take a deep breath and a sigh. Adjust her posture back to uh, standing at attention and uh, resuming in her place near Tarali to continue the, her escapade as a tyrant and just look to them and say, let's go find Idris. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Dragon Dance by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice.